The following presentation is brought to you by South Shore Baptist Church of Metairie, Louisiana, led by Pastor Jamie Jackson. Let's go to Hebrews chapter 11. Hebrews chapter 11, I know the back of your bulletin says Genesis 11, and we'll get there in just a few moments when we begin to preach. I want to start a series this morning on Abraham as we think about our theme uh, by faith, all right, by faith. We are called to live a life by faith, all right. Christians, we're to do that, all right. And so we're to stretch, we're to live by faith. Um, he said, above all, taking the shield of faith, all right. And that's how we, that's how we run the Christian life. That's how we uh, go through the Christian life is by faith. And uh, we as a church, all right, I want to accomplish something for uh, the cause of Christ. I want to be counted for him, all right? Again, not that we can pat our own selves on the back. We're not trying to do anything like that. We're trying to please him. We want to bring him glory. And if, we, if we're going to do that, we're going to have to uh, go by faith. And we see the man Abraham, uh, his life was one lived by faith, all right? There were some ups. There were some downs in his life, all right? Uh, Abraham committed a sin that uh, we're still paying for today, all right? And, uh, the sin of Hagar, all right? And uh, the world still pays for that sin today. And, uh, but he was a man that lived by faith, all right? And I think there's a, some valuable lessons here. We'll start in Hebrews chapter number 11 and verse number 8. It says, By faith Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place which he should after receive for inheritance, obeyed, and he went out, not knowing whether he went. By faith he sojourned in the land of promise as in a strange country, dwelling in tabernacles with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs with him of the same promise. For he looked for a city which hath foundations, whose builder and maker is God. Through faith also Sarah herself received strength to conceive seed and was delivered of a child when she was past age because she judged him faithful who had promised. Therefore sprang there even of one and him as good as dead, so many as the stars of the sky in multitude and as the sand which is by the seashore innumerable. These all died in faith, not having received the promises, but having seen them afar off, and were persuaded of them and embraced them, and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. For they that say such things declare plainly that they seek a country. And truly, if they had been mindful of that country from which they came out, they might have had opportunity to have returned. But now they desire a better country, that is, a heavenly. Wherefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God. For he hath prepared for them a city. By faith Abraham, when he was tried, offered up Isaac. And he that had received the promises offered up his only begotten son. Of whom it was said that in Isaac shall thy seed be called. Accounting that God was able to raise him up, even from the dead. From whence also he received him in a figure. About two years ago we did a series in the book of Hebrews chapter 11 there. We started memorizing that scripture. It's been about two years ago. Of course, with COVID, we kind of started over again. I want to encourage you on Wednesday nights, we go over Hebrews chapter 11. And I think we're on verse number 22 right now. We do a, a different verse every month uh, from that chapter. I want to encourage you to memorize uh, Hebrews chapter 11, all right? And work at it, all right? Uh, the writer of Hebrews, uh, as under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, He's speaking to those Hebrews, and they were going through a rough time, persecution, different things, and he's saying, hey, look, hey, look, your forefathers did it. You can do it. 
And it's for us too, Hebrews chapter 11, right? And we live in the last of these last days. Let's not quit, all right? We see Hebrews chapter 11, we see below average people do extraordinary things for the cause of Christ, all right? And, uh, you know, if you look around, you say, well, we don't have any big name personalities and we don't have no any, uh, we don't have no, that's good English, isn't it? We don't have no big bank accounts, what have you. We don't need all that. We just need the Lord. Amen. And if we have that, we can do something for the cause of Christ. And I just want to encourage you with this series, By Faith Abraham. He went out, didn't he? He went out and uh, just followed the Lord. So we'll look at that thought this morning. Let's have a word of prayer and uh, we'll move along in the service. Let's bow together to and all of our missionaries. All right. Genesis chapter number 11. Genesis chapter number 11. We read Hebrews chapter 11 and uh, looked at the man Abraham as we think about going forward. Uh, by faith, we see uh, this uh, man, and uh, one half the world's population in our day uh, looks up to this man, Abraham. As Christians, we understand this, the story, we under, we've read the account, realize the Jews look to Abraham, realize the Muslims look to Abraham, all right? The Muslims look to Abraham. Uh, in fact, it was the prime minister of uh, Israel a few years ago I heard a speech and he was speaking to Muslims and he said we have the same father speaking about Abraham all right uh, and so this man is well looked up to uh, is a great example of a man who lived by faith the, James records it said Abraham was a friend of God that's a good commentary isn't it is a friend of God all right and uh, so as we take the time to uh, look at these passages and study study it out uh, he teaches us really the matter of walking by faith, walking by faith, all right? And uh, I want us as a church, as individuals to do that. Let's start reading in verse number 27 of Hebrews chapter 11, I'm sorry, Genesis chapter 11, verse number 27, and we'll go into chapter 12. Now these are the generations of Terah, Terah beget Abram, Nahor and Haran, and Haran beget Lot, and Haran died before his father Terah in the land of his nativity in Ur of the Chaldees. And Abram and Nahor take them wives. The names of Abram's wife was Sarah, the name of Nahor's wife uh, Milcah, the daughter of Haran, the father of Milcah, and the father of Iscah. But Sarah was barren. She had no child. And Terah took Abram, his son, and, and Lot, the son of Haran, his son's son, and Sarah, his daughter-in-law, his son, Abram's wife. And they went forth with them from Ur, of the Chaldees to go into the land of Cana. And they came unto Haran and dwelt there. And the days of Terah were 205 years. And Terah died in Haran. Chapter 12. Now the Lord had said unto Abram, Get thee out of thy country and from thy kindred and from thy father's house unto a land that I will show thee. And I will make of thee a great nation. And I will bless thee and make thy name great. And thou shalt be a blessing. And I will bless them that bless thee. And curse him that curseth thee, and in thee shall all families of the earth be uh, blessed. And this morning, we want to look at this thought of Abraham, uh, his call on his life uh, to live by faith. As we started our theme last year, our last week by faith, as we move forward, uh, realize this, that the God, God has called us. We have a clear commandment. Romans 14, Romans chapter 1. All right, we're to live by faith. The just shall live by faith. He said, whatsoever is not of faith is what? 
It's a sin. So therefore, Christian, if you say, well, I don't sin, well, you sin. Because I bet a lot of us didn't totally live by faith this past week, right? All right? My kids always joke with me. They said, Dad, that commercial with that insurance commercial with the umbrella, you got an umbrella for an umbrella for an umbrella for an umbrella. I like that, all right? I like having the bases covered, all right? Don't you? Y'all don't? All right? Y'all just flying by the seat of your pants then, right? Uh, I, I like it covered, all right? But it comes a point that above all, I have to pick up the shield of faith. There comes a time when, believe it or not, I don't understand everything. And you don't understand everything, but we trust God because he knows everything, amen? And he sees things. And so we're to live by faith. If we're not, we're living a life of sin. We're living a life of sin. Now, I, I think it's okay for you to prepare for some things, all right? That's good, all right? God gives us some common sense to do some things, all right? But there's some things that are beyond us. There's some things that are beyond us, and I just choose to live my life by faith, placing it in the Lord himself. And so just want to give you a couple of thoughts here uh, this morning as we look at this man's life, three different time periods in his life. Uh, number one, we have the wretched years there. The wretched years there, that's found in chapter 11, verse 27 all the way to uh, verse number 30. And uh, there was a time in the distant past when uh, Abraham uh, was not revered by the Christians, the Jews, or the Muslims. He was just a nobody. He was just a nobody. You say, well, how did he get to be a somebody? I'm going to tell you how. He lived by faith. He lived by faith, all right? And so we see a couple things about him. Uh, there's his uh, place of his birth there, uh, Ur of the Chaldees. It was located in... Uh, what we call Iraq today, in Abraham's time, it was located at uh, the place where the Euphrates River emptied into the Persian Gulf, and uh, it, was a, it was a very busy place. It was a seaport. Uh, trade was conducted from Africa, from India. Uh, it, history tells us it was a very large intellectual city. Uh, there was a library found there with clay tablets with writings on, and... Um, so it was an intellectual city. Uh, it was a place well suited for raising cattle, uh, sheep, that, no doubt. That's where maybe uh, Abraham got that from. We know that he had cattle and, and uh, livestock. And uh, so it, that's where he came from. The problem was this there, that that's where Abraham came from, but it was a very perverted place. It was a very wicked place. All right? Sometimes we have the idea that... Uh, that, you know, this is the most wicked the world has ever been. Not so. Not so. You, you look at, you look at, remember, remember uh, Nineveh, all right? Remember Nineveh, when Jonah was told to go to Nineveh? Do you, do you know the wickedness of Nineveh? You know that they would take their enemies, they would take their enemies and then impale them on these large stakes and put them out uh, through the city? just for people to walk around and see them suffering and dying like that? That's wicked. The things that go on. And so this place where Abraham was from, that was a wicked place. It was a perverted place, right? And so there's, there, there's the problem here. He, he was involved in some wretched forms of idolatry there. Some wretched forms of idolatry. Uh, Joshua uh, chapter, uh, I think it's 24. Joshua chapter 24, 
and uh, verse number 2 and Joshua said unto all the people thus saith the Lord God of Israel your father dwelt on the other side of the flood in old time even Terah the father of Abraham and the father of Nacor and they served other gods the Bible says they served other gods and uh, we see that Abraham uh, brought of course family out we'll look at that in just a minute uh, if you went to Genesis 31 for the sake of time we won't but you remember uh, his great nephew Laban and Jacob's wives Leah uh, and, and Rachel and uh, look at man they had other gods so not all the family was saved even not all the family was saved we see we see there was pain uh, in his original uh, home place there was wretchedness uh, there was a hopelessness of Abraham uh, for years and and uh, we see that according to uh, Joshua there was there was darkness there uh, according to verse uh, number 28 there in Genesis 11 and Hera died there was there was much death there people died and they died hopeless apparently they were hopeless they didn't know the Lord all right and so there was death there uh, in verse number 30 uh, but Sarah was barren she had no child there was despair there was, there was death, there was uh, uh, darkness, there was despair. It wasn't a good place to be. It wasn't a good place to be. Hey, you know what? When you, get, when you and I get right down to it, now, we weren't in that land, but we're just as hopeless without Christ. We're just as hopeless. Uh, we Americans think, oh, well, we're, you know, we, we're, we're above. We, we, we've come to a place where we're just, no, 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 we're just as hopeless. By the way, we got idols in our day and time. Yeah. We got idols in our day and time. I know, we ought to be careful about that. We don't have any other gods before him. When I, was a, when I was a young teenager, I found me a poster of Clint Eastwood. Make my day. He had a cigar out of his mouth and a cowboy hat on. I put that thing up on the wall. I had it there for about 45 minutes until Daddy ripped it down. <laughs> He said, not in this house, boy. Now, he likes Clint Eastwood, and I do too, all right? We like them shoot em up cowboy movies, all right? My mama don't, but anyway, that's her deal, not mine, all right? But I'm just saying, it's a crying out loud shame. We'll put some movie star ahead of God, some rock star. We'll put some politician ahead of God if we're not careful. Just because it's got an R behind the name or Republican or conservative don't mean make, make it right, by the way, too. All right, we need to be careful about that. Be careful about who we're setting up as God. Hey, listen, we're just as dark as they were in Abraham's day. We're, we're just there, all right? I, I, I'm thankful that, uh, and I can rejoice that, and ye hath he quickened who were dead in trespasses and sin. <laughs> I'm thankful that was me, but not anymore. Oh, oh, wait, wait, I, I grew up in a preacher's home, so see, I'm, no, no, no. I, I, if I die without Christ, I go to the same hell the dope addict goes to. The same hell the drunkard goes to. No difference. No difference. But I'm thankful that, uh, yes, we, we look at uh, uh, those wretched years, but I'm thankful for salvation. The whole point is this, regardless of where we came from or what baggage we're carrying now. And by the way, everybody, every Christian, listen, your, your, your soul's been saved, your spirit's been quickened, but you still deal with the old man you still carrying around some baggage. I guarantee you have to deal with it every day. We all do, right? And, and still that we're carrying that baggage, I'm glad that God's able to come to where I am. And I couldn't get to where he was. He came to where I was. I'm thankful for that. And he can use me. And he can use you.
And so as we go by faith, never have the idea, well, I did this or this happened or that took place or that. Hey, listen, God has a way of working things out. There's all, don't get me wrong. There's always scars for sin. There's always scars. There's always consequences, all right? But there's always forgiveness. And when God uses, now listen, Joe Osteen ain't going to preach this. When God uses people like us, the world goes, that wasn't them. That was all God. <laughs> that was all God. That, listen, forget about them self-help books. There's no help for us. <laughs> We're a wicked bunch to save by the grace of God, and somehow God uses us, amen? I tell you what, if you walk into life using that, you'll never get over your salvation. See, we, we've come to think that, oh, we deserve that. Man, we deserved hell. But God in his mercy reached down and grabbed me and grabbed you. Man, thank the Lord for that. If any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. And I'm thankful for that. We, we see those wretched years. Now, we see there's some wasted years, though. There was a time when, uh, yes, uh, they were lost, they were undone, they were out Christ, uh, but now he is with Christ, but now he's, he's wasted some years. You been there? Oh, I've been there too. Uh, verse number 31, And Terah took Abraham his son, Lot the son of Haran, his son's son, and Sarah his daughter-in-law, his son Abraham's wife, and they went forth with them from Ur of the Chaldees to go into the land of Canaan. And they came unto Haran and dwelt there. And the days of Terah were two hundred and five years, and Terah died in Haran. Verse number 1 of chapter 12, Now the Lord had said unto Abram, Get thee out of thy country and from thy kindred and from thy father's house unto land that I will show thee. There's some wasted years. See, there's the call to depart. We're not told how the call came, but in verse number 1 of chapter 12, now the Lord had said. The Lord had spoken to him and said, Hey, I want you to go to the land of Canaan. He wasn't there. He wasn't there yet. Uh, Abraham was called to leave behind everything he knew. Everything he knew. That's hard. That's hard. I think about, I just gave a prayer request about Braxton, and, and I think about my, my son and daughter-in-law and my grandchild going to India. In my flesh, I'm not super excited about that. Can I just be honest with you? Like, I took a trip over there, and I looked around, and I went, who wants to live here? <laughs> I don't want to live here. Who wants to eat that? I saw over here there's an Indian restaurant opened up, and I thought, I'm not going there. <laughs> like a block down the road is a Mexican restaurant. Why wouldn't I go to the Mexican restaurant? I'm not going to the Indian restaurant. They, I mean, I get that. That's their homeland. They love that food. I don't like it. I don't want to be there. But it's not about what the flesh wants. It's not about the scenery. It's not about, it's not about those things. It's about the souls of men, women, boys, and girls. I, I've told missionaries all the time, I'm perfectly fine with a missionary stepping up and saying, I really don't want to go. <laughs> don't judge because you don't want to go either. 
I know the good old USA has got our problems, but I like it. <laughs> I still like it here. It's not about those things. Though. It's about souls. That's what it's about. Hey, Abraham was called to leave everything he knew, everything that was familiar to him. He was ordered to leave his region, his religion, his relatives. He was, he was issued a call to follow uh, to faith, to a new future. He was living, leaving his home not knowing where he was going or when he would arrive. Now, I don't want to go on a trip like that. God said, get in the car. Where are we going? Just get in the car. I loved doing my kids that way when they was little. Where are we going? Just get in the car. Y'all don't like that? I love it, man. It's fun. <laughs> well, Daddy, no, just get in the car. We'll show you. I, I don't like that. I want to know where the destination is. I want to know where the Google map ends. I, I want to know where we're going. That's, God said, hey, uh, I'm going to call you. Let's go. Let's go. Hey, listen, first of all, uh, we're, we're call, every, everyone's called for salvation, by the way. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Everybody's called for salvation. Once you're saved, once you've trusted Christ, now you're called to live a life by faith. You're not your own. You're bought with a price. You're not your own. You're bought with a price. If you buy something from Walmart and it don't work, you take it back. Not only do you take it back, you're mad. Like that cashier cares about you being mad. She don't care. No, you're mad because you bought it with your money and it don't work. I wonder if God gets mad sometimes because he bought us with his blood and we don't work like we ought to. We don't work. Hey, listen, uh, when the call of God comes to a life, it, it's a call to sever ties. It's a call to sever some ties. I know a missionary, a wife. The missionary's wife, her father said, when you step in that country, consider yourself no longer mine. That's a hurtful thing to say, isn't it? Say, so what'd she do? She severed ties. No, it wasn't her choice. It was her father's choice. She did what she's supposed to do, though. That's a hard thing to do. That's why Christianity, that's why America's in such bad shape, because we got Christians that don't want to do that. And they don't want to live that way. They're not willing to do that, all right? Uh, we're, we're, we're to deny self, Matthew chapter 16. We're to deny self. We see, we see a couple of things. Uh, we see the compromise in his devotion. Verse number 31, And Terah took Abram his son, and Lot the son of Haran, his son's son, and Sarah's daughter-in-law, his son's Abram's wife. And they went forth with them from Ur of the Chaldees to go into the land of Canaan. And they came unto Haran, and they dwelt there. That wasn't where they were supposed to be. That wasn't where, they weren't supposed to be there, but that's where they, they, they dwelt there. They went, note, note the word thee in, in verse number one. Of, now the Lord had said unto Abraham, get thee. Yet in, 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 in chapter 11, verse 31, it was they. God said, Abram, you go. Abram said, okay, I get all my family. We're we all going to go. No, that's not what he said. He said, Abraham, you go. You go. Now, I guess a lot of people say, well, you know, he's, he's taking his family with him, and that's a noble thing, and, 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 and I understand that, but, but the indication here is that they hindered him from going where he's supposed to go. By the way, can I say this to you? Don't be a hindrance to somebody else. I just told you, I'm not super excited about my grandchild going to India. 
but I would never hinder them from going. I would tell them, you do God's will. You do God's will. Hey, listen, by the way, by the way, let me say this, wives. Listen, listen to this. Let's talk about Mrs. Noah. Mrs. Noah. Noah, you going to take our kids down there to that crazy boat you're building again today? My poor little babies, everybody mocks them. Everybody ridicules them. Mrs. Noah could have stepped out from under God's umbrella that he had provided for her, which is called her husband. And Mrs. Noah would have drowned with the rest of that crowd. Hey, listen, her calling was not to build an ark. That was Noah's calling. Her calling was to follow her husband. That was her calling. I'm just telling you, wives, you're to be the helpmeet. I've seen a lot of wives make or break a ministry. It happens, right? That was all free. I don't know where that came from, but it seemed like a good place to be, all right? Uh, I'll get to the husbands in a minute, okay? It's okay. Here's what I'm saying. Don't be a hindrance. Don't be a hindrance to somebody serving the Lord. Encourage, encourage young people. I, I've heard older people say around younger people, boy, you couldn't get me to go over there to that foreign field. Couldn't get me to do that, catch some bug and die over there. <laughs> Hello? You can catch a real bad bug in New Orleans. Right. Probably so. <laughs> hey, you could, you could die in America. You know, it doesn't matter where you live, death will get you, all right? Hey, be in God's will when that happens. Uh, we only, we know that Abraham, Sarah, and Lot were saved, all right? They were, the Bible records as just. The Bible says that they came to Haran and they dwelt there. And uh, Haran is north and east of the promised land. It was not where God called them to be, all right? It was not where God called them to be. Remember this, partial obedience is disobedience. Partial obedience is disobedience. I mean, you get upset if you tell your kid to clean the room and they did it halfway. You get upset and then expect God to overlook your sin and my sin. It doesn't work that way. <laughs> it does not work that way. I know why I'm thinking this. I remember my little niece, her, my sister, sitting there and cleaned the room, and we were over there, and we walked in there after she got, you cleaned her? Yeah. That, that little bed couldn't get another thing crammed underneath that little bed. <laughs> I mean, she just, every toy, every blanket was crammed underneath. The, the floor was clean, you know. She just standing there like, I did it. God knows when you're just halfway doing it. Hey, be careful. Partial obedience is disobedience, all right. Uh, uh, we need to be careful. We need to do everything that God has said uh, to do. Uh, Abraham did not leave Haran and fully follow the Lord's command until the death of his father, Terah. The death of his father, Terah. Terra, the name means a station or a delay. It's a stopping place. It's a roadblock. Terra is a picture of the flesh. Don't let the flesh stop you. It's a type of the flesh. We're to reckon it dead. I'm crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, not I, or yet not I, but I, whatever. You know that verse, right? Delete that out of the live stream when you do it. Thank you. I'm to be crucified with Christ. It's not I that's living. It's him. He's living in and through me. All right? We need to be careful that we don't stand in the way uh, of serving the Lord. The cost of delay 
and the days of Terah were 205 years, and Terah died in her end. The cost of delay, all right? This Abraham's delay in the matter of obedience was costly to him. He lingered there those precious years. He wasn't where he was supposed to be. I wonder what happens when we delay to serve God. How many people die and go to hell? How many people will spend eternity because we delayed in serving the Lord? We delayed where we were supposed to do something and we didn't do. The work of God is too precious. Time is too short. Do it now. Get the job done now. Hey, let, let's go forward by faith now. Let's get something accomplished for him very quickly. We see number three. Uh, we see the wonder years in chapter 12, verses 1 through 3. At the age of 75, this man named Abram finally makes a break uh, with the old life. And he, he, he leaves out uh, from Haran and he's going to the promised land. By the way, listen, you get saved. You trust Christ as your personal Savior. You step across that line. You're now living by faith. Hey, listen, you're going to deal with some things, some, some, some consequences from sin that happened in the past. You're going to still have some desires because you deal with this old flesh. But don't let that hinder you. It's a work in progress. Work on yourself every day. All right? I, I've, I've known people that uh, got saved and they had a foul mouth when they got saved. Boy, y'all looked at me funny when I said that one. Y'all had that problem? <laughs> I know a missionary's wife that said, you know, all my kids go into the convenience store and get them something to drink. She said, I can't go in there. I said, why not? She said, I, she said Pastor, she said, I could just open that cooler up, get me the tallest beer in there and drink it down. She said, I've been saved a long time. She said, but I struggled. I struggled with drinking. And she said, every once in a while, that old thing comes back up within me. I had a deacon by the name of James Cotton when I pastored in Natchez, Mississippi. He was 81 years old when I started pastoring there. Great man of God. Got saved when he was 28. And we were talking one day. He'd come to church every day. He'd work. He said, Pastor, before I got saved, I smoked. Man, I smoked one behind the other. He said, you know, I've been saved a long time. He said, I think I could smoke one this big this morning. <laughs> he said, man, he said, it just, now I don't understand that, but I do have a vice and you have them too. You struggle with them, all right? What I'm saying is you grow through it. Don't let it hinder you, all right? So he wasted some years. He's come to the wonderful years of delight. Uh, verse number one, uh, he's going to walk in God's presence now, amen? Boy, what, what a wonderful thing it is to walk in God's presence. What a wonderful thing it is. There's nothing more precious than that. Man, get, get along with God. Get to know Him. To watch God's providence, verses 1 uh, through 3, uh, God makes some great promises to Abraham there. A new home, offspring, great blessings, a great name. Abraham will be a blessing. Uh, God will protect him from his enemies. God will bless his friends. All the world will be blessed through Abraham's faith. All of those blessings were given to Abraham. All right? All those things. Abraham doesn't know how all it's going to work out, but by faith he's going forward. You know, we, I, we had, I think, last Sunday, I had a conversation with Brother Lance, and we were talking about getting the building back there and uh, maybe, maybe building. I don't know how all that's going to work out. I wish I could tell you, now we're going to do this, and we're going to do this, and this is going to happen. I really don't. We may just get a 
temporary building and then build. I don't know. But I know God knows. I don't know how all is going to work out. But I know God knows. And Abraham didn't know how it's all was going to work out. But God knew, all right? Uh, that's where he wants to bring you and I. That's the by faith. That's the by faith. So, so will they get saved? Well, I know God can save them. I know God can save them. It's up to him. It's up to them what they do with God. I don't know how it's going to work out. But by faith, I'm going to give them the gospel. I'm going to do something. Above all, I'm going to pick up the shield of faith. There's the wonder at God's purposes in verse number 3. And I'll bless them that bless thee and curse him that curses thee. And in thee shall all families of the earth be blessed. The Bible says in Genesis 15 that his faith was counted for him righteousness. His faith was counted for him righteousness. Hey, Abraham didn't know how all that was going to work out. Abraham died, and according to what the Lord Jesus Christ said on the cross of Calvary, we know that uh, he went to a place called paradise. All right? Ephesians chapter 4, we know that Jesus, after he died, he went there and set the captives free. You remember the Lazarus, the rich man Lazarus. Lazarus went to Abraham's bosom. I kind of like old John R. Rice. He said, there's a heaven and hell, nothing else. All right? I disagree with that a little bit, but that's okay. But Lazarus went to Abraham's bosom. Now, Abraham's been there at least 4,000 years or so, I don't know, in paradise. Can you imagine the day? (laughs) Can you imagine the day when Jesus opened the door and said, all right, I come, here I am. And Abraham goes, oh, that's what I was living for by faith. That's it right there. And Jesus said, I come to set the captives free. I just died on the cross. Y'all was believing in me. Y'all didn't know how it was going to happen, but here I am. And I've come to set the captives free. Abraham said, sure am glad I serve the Lord by faith. I don't know what's going to happen at South Shore Baptist Church at the end of 22. But I tell you this, I just want to live by faith. Roger Babson was visiting the country of Argentina years ago. Roger Babson was a great statistician. He, he went there and he was diff, different places, villages and different places like that. And, and uh, there was a village there that had no electricity. They had, a, they had a massive river that ran beside their village. And he said this, he said, do you realize that you could build a power plant right here? You could build a power plant and, and you could have electricity for your village. And it would grow. And they said, yeah, we know that. And he said, well, why don't you do it? They said, well, we, we were going to do it. He said, they said, but we realized this. We realized that we'd never get it done before we died. So we just didn't do it. And he said, yeah, but your children's children could see it. Your children's children could see it. Hey, you realize this? We might not see it. We might not see it at the end. But I tell you what, there's some bus kids we're picking up. They might see it. There's some little kids that run around here. I said, Lord, we need a gymnasium. These kids are running crazy in this auditorium. I'm going to run with them. Hey, they'll see it. And they'll say, hey, I sure am glad mom and daddy live by faith. I sure am glad that they, 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 they dug a foundation. And laid that first brick. Oh, they never saw the whole thing. 
but they laid a foundation. By faith, we go forward. Jesus may come back tonight. He may come back in 500 years. I don't know. But by faith, let's go forward and do something. Don't let anything hinder you. Don't, let's not waste a year. He's called us out of some wretched years. Let's have some wonderful years. Heads are bowed, eyes are closed. Have a verse of invitation. Someone said, the journey of a thousand miles begins with...